traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, it... Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everyone doing? The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade. Movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, I'm your host, Corey Wara, as I said. Welcome to The Geek Show, the show all about geekiness and just the love of geekdom in general. Now, before we get into what's going to happen on the show this week, I have a little bit of an announcement slash housekeeping slash I don't know yet, but I'm going to be I always try to come into this show and be straight up with everyone. This might be the second to last episode of the Geek Show. I know that might shock a lot of people. This is kind of sudden, but uh, there was an opportunity that arose outside of this company and outside of the morning guys. I talked about it with the Greg and Dan show on Friday, and because of that, I'm going to be moving out and be moving on. But if there's a chance that I can continue the geek show, it's something I'll know more next week and I can give you all a better idea. I would love to continue doing that. I plan to do some new type of things uh, in the world of streaming uh, on Twitch and I just want to try to help continue to grow this. If that's through here or if that's somewhere else, that's fine too. So if you want to keep up on any of the uh, latest things happening in the world of uh, Corey and the geekdomness, uh, follow me on Facebook or on Twitter. I'll be updating those a lot more as I move on. But uh, I do want to say personally, I want to thank everybody uh, whoever has listened to The Geek Show, The Geek Show is a show that I created, and it's my baby. I love it to death. It is a show that uh, was really just a opening happened in the lineup at WMBD, and I raised my hand and I said, hey, would you allow me, somebody who had no experience at all in radio, like speaking-wise, uh, to have a 40-minute show where I talk about geek stuff all to the time? And they're like, yeah, okay, do it, Corey. And so I took it and ran with it, and this show it means so much to me because I literally created it out of nothing, and I worked with a lot of people to make it sound great. I know uh, Matt Shaver, who's no longer here, helped me a lot to get this show up and running, but also uh, it was the community. Uh, there is a great, great community about Peoria, and that's what I love about it the most. There are so many great people out there, and what I love about the Geek Show is I have so many people who will just come up to me and say, hey, Corey. I'm a geek too. And I love stuff like that. That's really why I wanted to do the geek show is because I want everyone out there to know. And I hope you all know this uh, from day one of the geek show that the reason I do this and the reason I do with the morning guys is my goal is to make everyone have a better day. Even if it's just cracking a smile, even if it's just giving them information that they might need to protect themselves online in the digital world. I mean, some of the heavier stories we talk about. That's always been my goal with The Geek Show, and that's always been my goal for everything I'm a part of. So uh, I, I really, truly believe that's why I was put on this planet, was to just help spread uh, good and niceness. Uh, sometimes I can get cranky. The guys can tell you that in the morning show. But uh, th that's really been my the heart 
of what the geek show is and the heart of what I do. So I hope I was able to bring that to all of you. And I'm making this sound like this is the end. It's not at all, but uh, this definitely holds a great place in my heart. If I continue with it or not, I will let you know for sure by next week. But uh, yeah, I just want to thank everybody because uh, this show has been just so much fun and the community has been wonderful so enough mushy stuff uh i'll let you guys know next week uh but if this is your first time to the geek show welcome uh i'm i'm sorry to say that hey this potentially might be the second to last episode but welcome come on in have a seat this is a show where we take a break from the politics all the yelling all the screaming push that aside let's talk about some fun things video games movies tv shows a little bit of everything the show is broken down like this we'll start off with news of the week we got some cool robot news we got some cool video game news and we got some just hilarious things in the world of social media i i don't get it uh then we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll head on over to the land of movies we'll talk about the latest reviews the latest rumors and some really interesting well now this one's not interesting it's more of a philosophical question uh that i want to ask about streaming services in general so Super cool there. Then we'll take a break for news, and we come back. We'll go to Corey's Tech Corner, the latest and greatest in the technological world. I have like six or seven stories that I'm going to speed right through and give you guys some good information that's happening in the world of tech in general. Then we'll take one final break and come back to the last segment of the show, the top five list of the week. It is the top five most important pieces of audio that I think you should be aware of. And in fact, I think this entire week is all movie trailers and it's a good sign there are a lot of movie trailers coming out because movie theaters are starting to open back up and that is a great great thing in the world of movies but for right now let's start off with this i wanted to talk about this product because i think it's just something that is going to become something that I think all parents should consider for their kids. So Sphero is a company that builds robots. They are best known when they had partnerships with Disney. They designed and created the BB-8, the one you see in the movies, and there are little mini ones that you can actually buy and drive around via your phone. And they are known worldwide for their robot building abilities. Well, they have a new device out. It is for kindergartners. It's called the Sphero Indie Educational Robot Student Kit. It costs $125, which includes a single robot, 20 silicone tiles, and 15 programming challenge cards and a protective case. But the meaning behind this, because obviously that's a lot of stuff, Corey, what's the purpose of it? The purpose of it is it is a kid-friendly robot that is designed to help kids learn how to code. And I cannot tell you enough, as a person who is uh, definitely in the world of technology, coding is an ability that you can start teaching your kids young. And it is a skill that will just be the most useful skill they have growing up. Obviously, technology, love it or hate it is going to become a bigger thing more and more in our lives if it i mean it pretty much is a huge thing in all of our lives but to have the ability to code i don't know of a job out there that wouldn't uh love to have an employee that has that ability so it's products like this there are apps out there that i know that kids can start playing and learn how to code it is ability i think everyone should learn and i think that kids especially should take advantage of stuff like this uh there are kits where uh educations like schools can buy uh at a cheaper price but super super cool sphero new robot 
teaching kindergartners the basics of coding, which is super, super cool. Next up, a woman has been arrested for sending a customer bottled water instead of a PlayStation 5. And what's hilarious is that uh, their response. So uh, a unemployed woman in Japan, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce her name, she's 41 years old, has been arrested for fraud after allegedly sending a customer two bottles of water instead of a PlayStation 5. So PlayStation 5, we've been talking about for a while here. There is a massive shortage of PlayStation 5s, and Sony is having problems keeping up with it. That is due to the microchip shortage that we are having an issue with around the country. That's why uh, a lot of car companies don't have cars on their lot because there's no microchips for it. And even Sony has come out this year and said, look, these shortages are going to continue through the rest of this year, but they're hoping that the microchip shortage would slow down by the end of this year. But uh, due to that, due to that limited ability to get a PlayStation 5, people are still using every opportunity they can online to scam people out of their money. And this person did. But what I found hilarious, they, thankfully they've been arrested, uh, this is their denial. So they're trying to deny it. And they say, I shipped the package. I don't remember what was in it. That was their attempt to deny the fraud charges. But I feel like that it has to be the one of the worst excuses in the world. Because you could just sit there and say, well, okay, you knew you were shipping it to someone. You knew that when they bought it, you said a PlayStation 5. So how did you not know what was in the package? I mean, that just really feels like one of the most dumb answers I've ever heard. But I'm glad that that person's been uh, arrested. And as always, when buying things online, eBay's a little better because you can work with them to get your money back. But if you ever use things like Facebook uh, Shop or uh, Etsy and different services, Craigslist, uh just be careful and, and make sure that uh, if you ever go to an to pick up an item, make sure it's in a public space with people so that you don't have to be robbed. There's no chance of you being robbed and uh, you don't just protect yourself when it comes to scams. Because as always, sadly, in this world, uh, whenever there's an opportunity to make money, there are people that are there trying to scam you out of it. Now, last week we talked about, I believe it was Facebook, and the week before that was Twitter, and each week they introduced a new feature where they would warn you, hey, what you're about to post is actually really offensive. Do you really want to send it? And it would warn you. That's a new system they're trying to put out there. They're testing it right now to see if it will uh, be effective in cutting down on the toxic community that is social media in general. Well, there is another social media platform, I guess it's considered social media platform, that is joining that. Tinder. Tinder will now ask daters to think before they would send a potentially offensive message to someone. What's hilarious to me is that Tinder is a app that is designed for dating. And I really am just super curious to see what people would type offensively in messages because the whole purpose is to get to know someone and to connect and if you're just sending hate do you, are you just getting like you're jolly out of sending hate i don't know i don't understand that one but uh who knows maybe this will be a great push to maybe get people to reconsider things uh social media is a incredibly dark dark place if you put yourself in a world where people are complaining all the time and scared about all oh, the world crashing down it can be a very dark and depressing place i hope that maybe this measure will actually uh, increase the positivity and push away the negativity. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. 
Next up, if you like video games or just want to see something really amazing, I always recommend this every year. It happens twice a year, and it's just so much fun to watch. Starting July 4th through July 11th, you can go on Twitch.tv, which is a streaming service platform, and... There will be seven straight days of video game playing. It's the Summer Games Done Quick. It is a huge, huge, I mean, massive event. Millions of people watch every year, and it's all about raising money for charity. And while they're raising money for charity, people are playing video games. But specifically, they're speedrunning video games. Speedrunning video games is where you try to beat a video game as fast as you can without cheat codes. But you can't exploit the game to find uh, different ways to break the system in order to get to the finish line. I mean, there's Mario 64 you can beat in less than 10 minutes. I mean, there are really crazy situations that come out of this and i always recommend it for people because if you a if you like video games it's just cool to see people beat your favorite video game in like half the time that you would but also it's worth watching because it is just phenomenal a lot of these people who play the video games will explain what they're doing and how it works and how they're getting past different systems in the the video game and it's really fun and really cool to watch. So I highly recommend it. Uh, Summer Dames Games Done Quick. It is July 4th through the 11th. And if you want to check out the schedule, they have the schedule. Just go to uh, summergamesdonequick.com. You'll be able to find it. You can look. Maybe you'll find your favorite video game there. I highly recommend the Super Metroid playthrough and the Mario 64 playthrough. Those are just really, really phenomenal to watch. I mean, they are like a fraction of a second can make a difference in the game. Really, really cool. But with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, let's talk about the movie news of the week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey War. Let's talk about movies and TV shows. Uh, but specifically, let's start off with what's out this week. We have the one big release this week coming finally to streaming services. It was originally out in theaters last week, starring Dave Bautista from Guardians of the Galaxy. You have Army of the Dead. It's the new Zack Snyder film. Uh, Corey, I've heard Zack Snyder before. What does that mean? Uh, or where have I heard that before? Well, it, we just heard it because Zack Snyder had the Zack Snyder release of the Justice League movie just recently. But this is his next movie after that one. And uh, the early reviews are good. I believe it's in the uh, the 70s. I think it's 73% in Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, basically the reviews are like, look, you're having a zombie heist movie, which I think is the first time that's ever been said about a movie. A zombie heist movie, I don't think you're expecting Oscar-winning writing in that movie. You're just expecting uh, zombies blowing up, lots of gunfire, and lots and lots of money, right? And that's pretty much what you get for this movie. So if you're interested, it's now available on Netflix, and uh, yeah, the reviews are pretty good. But this one makes me super excited, because finally, after a year and a couple months now, we're finally getting it in theaters. It's coming out on the 28th, so next week, uh, if everything holds up, maybe a mysterious new pandemic will all of a sudden appear. But uh, it was just going to come out last year before the first pandemic that happened, uh, and that is A Quiet Place Part 2. A Quiet Place is a fantastic fantastic film the first one stars uh john krasinski uh and it is about uh Aliens that are on the planet you can't see the aliens but uh if you make a sound one single sound 
that aliens will know where you are and they will destroy you and kill you, basically. And this is a sequel to it, so I'm curious to see where they're going to go with it, and I'm happy to say it's at 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. One of the very few movies that actually keeps up the ratings-wise with the original, and that makes me super excited. John Kuczynski is back, he's directing it and wrote it, and his wife is once again back in the role uh, in this movie, and yeah, the reviews are great, so if you're interested, definitely go check them out. I'm very, very happy to see that movie theaters are really coming back full force, and I think, especially in June, we'll be seeing a lot more bigger of a push when it comes to movies. And speaking of movies, there is an interesting rumor uh, that is coming out. Variety has word that both Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, which is the new Marvel movie for Disney, and Free Guy, which is the video game movie uh, with um, Reynolds. I can't remember. Chris Reynolds? No, not Chris Reynolds. I can't remember the guy. Maybe it is Chris Reynolds. No, it's not. The guy who played Deadpool, that Reynolds, uh, he is uh, a character in a video game who realizes he's in a video game, and it's a twist on that. That was supposed to come out last December, but obviously because of COVID, that was pushed. Well, apparently the rumor is is that these movies are going to play in theaters for 45 days, and then it will become available for home viewing or video on demand and streaming services. I think that's going to become the new normal. Uh, Normally, beforehand, it was three or four months between in theaters and in streaming, but our lives have changed because of the pandemic, and due to that, our habits and, and hobbies and how we do things have changed. And because of that... A lot of people invested in a lot of money on streaming services during the pandemic. So these companies want to keep up the streaming numbers, but at the same time, they want to support movie theaters and having people go out and watch them in movie theaters. So they're going to put it out in theaters first, but there will be a lot shorter of a time between theaters and streaming. Will 45 days be enough? I don't know. For me personally, yes, I can wait 45 days in order to see the next Marvel film on Disney+. Plus. I'll just be curious to see if the general public will adapt to that. Uh, This one's hilarious in in the world of streaming services, and I don't fully understand it. I'm trying to figure this out. HBO Max will now let you pay them $10 for their service. Normally, it's $15. Well, what do you get for the $10 service, Corey? Well, you get everything except uh, you get advertisements on it. And this is what I just can't understand. Because why would you pay $10 for a service that requires you to watch advertisements? Uh, especially when it's only 5 bucks more to have the non-advertisement ones. Now, they said that this won't interfere in the middle of movies. It'll happen at the beginning of the end of movies. And then it will happen more frequently in the TV shows that they have on there. But uh, I, I just I, I cannot comprehend paying for a service where you have ads in it if it's not a significant discount. Because you're essentially paying them to make them more money through advertisements, right? Unless they don't make a lot of money on advertisements, and then it just raises the question of why do we even need to involve advertisements then? I don't know, but I found it very, very interesting and something that I think a lot of people continue to talk about in the world of streaming services. Uh, some quick headlines, then we'll take a break. Elon Holmes 2, Millie Bobby Brown, and Henry Cavill are set to return for the sequel to the Netflix hit movie. This one is hilarious. There is a series of movies called Bring It On, and it is about cheerleaders going on to the 
biggest cheer events of the country in the United States and the world to take home the the best cheerleading squad and it is so cheesy and over the top and i thought this was hilarious sci-fi channel is now producing a slasher entry in the bring it on franchise with the cheerleader movies set to premiere in 2022 the story will follow a cheerleading squad locked inside a closed school gym to practice for regionals when members of the squad start to disappear I think that's hilarious. Uh, I hope they make it as cheesy as possible. And finally, Batgirl the movie. Uh, it was originally, they had some issues trying to make this into a movie. The original director and writer dropped out because he couldn't figure out the right story to tell. Well, they finally hired a couple people. In fact, they're the directors who just did the recent Bad Boys movies. Uh, but uh, th the Batgirl movie is reportedly going to skip theaters and release straight to HBO Max. So streaming services are here because of the pandemic. They are a much more powerhouse. And uh, I think a lot of companies will be switching and moving things around for movie distribution and streaming distribution. So I think it'll be really cool in the long run, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break for news. When we get back, we'll go over to Corey's Tech Corner. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a segment I like to call Corey's Tech Corner, the latest and greatest in the technological world. And I literally have about probably 50 pages of paper uh, right next to me about stories happening in the tech world. So we're going to try to go through these as fast as we can. But first, it's car week. Uh, President Biden was just recently at the Ford uh, manufacturing plant. I don't remember where, but he was going around testing out their new electric vehicle. Well, on top of that, this week, Lamborghini has come out and said, hey, 2025, we're going to be showing off our new all-electric supercar. The Italian company plans to hybridize its existing lineup within the next few years. So obviously, electric cars are going to be here and are going to take over. I'll be curious to see how they're going to... uh continue with that especially with no gas how our gas tax is going to work but uh one very interesting thing kind of mixing technology with movies is there is a movie called the big short and is basically about a guy who figured out that the stock market was going to crash so he bet a bunch of money that it was going to crash he did it through financial like shorting a business i don't understand the logistics of it all but i bring that up because he did something that no one else saw and was very interesting this this week, he placed a boatload of money against Tesla, saying that he doesn't think Tesla is going to make it. So I'll be curious to see how they're doing there. But I think we all collectively can agree that electric vehicles are going to be here to stay for a while. I've seen several Teslas um, around the city of Peoria, but uh, not so much outside of it. Just pretty much I've seen one or two, maybe three. Uh, next up, Samsung. Samsung is showing off a new foldable technology. Obviously, they already have the original fold phone, but this new one will allow you to fold it, flex it, roll it, basically everything. It, it turns it, essentially, it turns your phone into a bop it. So you can bop it, twist it, pull it, 
And uh, if they don't, by the way, if they don't make an app where you can play Bop It with a phone that you can twist and pull and all of that, that that's a missed opportunity. But uh, they're just sh- they showed off some of the concept. There's an S foldable and a bifold design. Uh, it's similar to the Galaxy Z Fold 2, except for this one can fold and it can slide. The slide feature is actually really cool, but uh, I don't know. The, the As with most early technology, most early tech starts off extremely expensive. And that's where we are right now in the phone worlds when it comes to foldable phones. But as uh, the products get cheaper to make, it gets cheaper and cheaper, and then more general audience will be able to buy it. So I'll be curious to see if the general audience is going to pick up on foldable technology. Obviously, I talked last week in the uh, world of Apple. Apple was rumored, and leaks have come out saying that they are starting to mess around with foldable technology also. So I'll be curious to see where we go with that. It seems like the future is electric vehicles and foldable phones, but we'll have to wait on that one. Next up, Eufy. Eufy? I think it's called Eufy. E-U-F-Y. Eufy is a company that makes security cameras. And, well, uh, the company came out and said, hey, it was discovered that due to a glitch within our server system, anyone was able to access any of the smart camera feeds and saved videos from users they might not have ever met due to an apparent security glitch uh the issue came to light to due to reddit where there was a big post about it and everyone was commenting about it and were able to access it they basically said they came out this guy came out and said basically i could see every camera their front door back bells master bedroom living room garage kitchen their motion recordings everything i was wondering what was going on is it still had my email and named as signed in and noticed that some unknown email i'm guessing the owner of the company was my shared guest account. So that's a little scary to think that there are people around the world that could have accidentally watched you sitting on your chair eating a pizza and watching TV. But uh, that just goes to what I always talk about on The Geek Show, which is you got to protect yourself. Um, I know that there are options with security cameras that maybe when you're home, you don't necessarily need your living room camera on and maybe just your outside ones. But we got to protect ourselves because this is still a evolving space when it comes to technology, when it comes to security, and we're still learning. But you want to protect yourself at the same time. Uh, Worst case scenario, someone could find a video of you doing something bad and they blackmail you. Uh, Best case scenario is that someone breaks into your house and they're able to save you. So, I mean, it's the pros and cons with these types of things, but you have to remember with anything you connect to the Internet, someone else is always going to be watching in some form or another. Uh, next up, Google had a huge event this week. It was their I.O. event. They were announcing a bunch of new different things happening in the world of Android phones. And with Google, one of the more interesting ones is Google previewed a Project Starline. It is a next-gen 3D video chat booth. So Google is working on a next-gen video chat booth that makes the person you're chatting with appear in front of you in 3D. You can see them from different angles by moving around and even making icons. Google said during the preview of during their conference that Project Starline is basically a really, really fancy video chat setup. The platform uses multiple cameras and sensors to capture a person's appearance and shape from different perspectives. Then it stitches them together onto a 3D model that's broadcast in real time to whoever is chatting with. It is really cool. Obviously, when it first starts out, it's not going to look great. And then the fact the uh, the videos they showed made people look like little blobs of like 
just ooze. But I think as that technology progresses forward, that it will be very good. The only thing, though, my only thing holding me back is that um, while I think that technology is really cool, uh, I hope their vision isn't for it to be in every household because to set up multiple cameras and sensors and to make sure everything fits perfectly, that's going to take a lot to educate the consumer on how to use that product. So I'll be curious to see if they'll be able to make it into their like maybe a two camera setup or maybe even you can do it via your phone. But at the same time, I think it'd be kind of cool, especially in this post COVID world that maybe we can have something where if heaven forbid we get another pandemic of any sorts that maybe we can have a little more actual interaction with each other. I just hope we get 3D meetings one day. That'd be really cool. Also included in Google's announcements were a few other interesting things. They announced a new health tool that can identify skin conditions. You'll be able to take a picture or just video on your phone uh, where you have a rash or a bump on your wrist or your skin, and it will be able to identify it. I think that's really creepy, and I think, I, I'm curious if Google collects that stuff so it marks down, okay, well, Corey searched for what does this rash mean, and then he used this app to show the rash. Corey obviously has a rash problem. Just the little things like that. You wonder what these companies are collecting the information for and how they're going to use that for their benefit. Um, two other things. One is horrifying. One is hilarious. Uh, well, not hilarious. I guess good. Uh, the good one is that Google Maps is being updated, so it's getting uh, better directions. It won't. Uh, so you don't have to suddenly slam on your brakes anymore for sharp corners or busy intersections. If you're walking, there's also a live view mode that overlays information for your surroundings. That includes stuff like restaurants and shops. I think this is all leading to a new Google Glasses where you'll be able to just wear glasses and instead of your GPS telling where you where to go, your glasses will actually put the image on there and say, okay, you're going forward two blocks, then you're going to take a left. I think that's what it's eventually leading to, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. And finally, uh, this one is horrifying. Google has partnered up with Lambda. It's a machine learning model that improves in AI conversation skills. Anyone who's ever used digital assistance knows that it can be frustrating when you get canned responses back for asking questions. Well, this one, this program is meant to help a robot have a more free-flowing conversation and that can jump through any different topic. So we're basically saying Google is making robots smarter. <sighs> if I've seen any sci-fi movie, I know that won't end well. But with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll go over the top five list of the week. Yes, welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, it's the last part of The Geek Show. I know, I know, I'm sad too, but... We end the show with one of my favorite segments, the top five list of the week. This is the five most important pieces of audio that I think you should be aware of from this week. And we got trailer, 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 trailer. Okay, maybe I should give you a little more. We have uh, an animated trailer. We have a musical trailer. We have a, just think of a generic Liam Neeson movie involving ice trucks. And you got it. We'll talk about that one. Uh, a new Netflix series. And then the, a documentary that is really, really interesting. I've never heard of this. I've heard of one, one of their songs. I'll explain it more after this. But where do we start in a top five list? Number five. 
Number five. Number five goes to a movie that I would always make fun of, all of its previous uh, movies before this one. And this is the fourth movie in the franchise. And you know what? I got to give it up to them. The fact that they're doing a fourth movie means that they're doing something right. So I really can't stand around and make fun of them that much anymore. This is the trailer for Hotel Transylvania 4. I ruined everything. Johnny, what are you talking about? Your dad never really thought of me as part of the family. All because I'm not a monster. So, you want to become a monster, huh? Van Helsing? The monstification ray turns humans into monsters and monsters into humans. But is this safe, though? Great question. Huh? That's weird. Nothing happened. Yeah, so, uh, like I said, you know, normally I would be like, okay, let's make fun of this because it's the fourth movie in a movie about Transylvania and a hotel. It stars Adam Sandler and all of, basically, all of Adam Sandler's friends. And, uh, but let's be real here. The fact that there is a fourth movie means that it, the previous three made enough money to support this one. So I give them props. I know there are a lot of big fans out there, but uh, I know that this one kind of came out of nowhere. But I'm excited for it, and I'm excited for the people who are going to see it. That is Hotel Transylvania 4, and that comes out in theaters this summer. Number four. Number four. Number four goes to a trailer for a musical, a stage musical, that is now making its way into the film world. This is one of the biggest uh, musicals that happened in a while obviously not hamilton size but it's a very popular one and this is the trailer for dear evan hansen dear evan hansen today is going to be an amazing day and here's why letters to yourself with Dr. Sherman? I've been trying to. Have you ever felt like nobody was there? Um, no one signed your cast. Now we can both pretend we have friends. I'm sorry about my brother. Have you ever felt forgotten in the middle of nowhere? I wish everything was different. I wish I was part of something. I wish that anything I said mattered. Have you ever felt like you could disappear? Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, yeah, that's mine. I'll, I'll, I'll just take it. Wait, I really, I need that back. You could fall and no one would hear. Yeah, so that was the trailer for Dear Evan Hansen. That is the musicals that is now going to be a movie. It looks like a good adaptation of it. I'll be curious to see because uh, there's a lot of, there's a big fight between uh, musicals and uh, movie representations of those musicals. So I'll be curious to see if they're going to walk that fine line of uh, as close to the original or step away from it. I'll be curious to see what they do that. But once again, and I love that all of these trailers are ending with only in theaters. So it's saying, hey, we're back, baby. We're going back to movie theaters. That will be coming out on September 24th. Number three. Number three. Number three goes to, okay, it's just, you know, life can be simple. Okay, you got Ice Road Truckers and Liam Neeson. This is the trailer for the Ice Road. We have 26 trapped miners who are running out of air. I need 300 feet of pipe delivered up there in under 30 hours. Can you make it happen? Says you had experience on the ice road. Yep. Use the mechanic. One of the best. Sweet Jesus. 
Give me 50 bucks. One of my drivers just became available. Wait, what's it for? Bail. Uh, yeah. What? Told you this wasn't gonna be easy. I'm in. Yeah, so that was the trailer for The Ice Road. And you know what? I, I know there are a lot of people who love The Ice Road trucking show. I think it's on Discovery Channel. I'm not the biggest fan, but if there is one person who can get me to be interested in people driving big rigs over ice, it's Liam Neeson. And he's going to come save the day. He has to drive up this mountain as fast as he can to deliver these pipes. And, you know, sometimes movies can be that simple. And, and that's all good. That is The Ice Road. It's coming to Netflix. Netflix on June 25th. Number two. Number two. Number two. Speaking of Netflix, this series looks awesome. Well, I think it's a series. I don't think, yeah, all episodes. Uh, it's a series coming to Netflix that I am so, so intrigued with and very excited for. I never read the comic book, but everybody loves it. We had the teaser trailer a couple weeks ago. This is the trailer for Sweet Tooth. Once upon a time, bad people ruled the earth. They were greedy and self-destructive. So nature made everyone sick. Excuse me, are you a doctor? And then... A miracle happened. They called them hybrids. Your kind. It's your job to live a full life. But some bad people are still out there, Gus. If I hear a voice... I will run. If I see a human... I will hide. We have reason to believe that you are harboring an animal child! It's me, you little freak. Thank you. Yeah, so that is Sweet Tooth coming to Netflix. It's based on the beloved DC comic that I have not read. I know, I should lose my geek card there, but it's coming out on June 4th, post-apocalyptic world, in which a uh, hybrid deer boy and a wandering loner embark on an extraordinary adventure. This one looks absolutely amazing. Um Robert Downey Jr. is the one, and his wife are both the executive producers behind it, and it just looks exceptional so i cannot wait for that to come out that is coming to netflix on june 4th of this year here's number one number one number one goes to uh just a fascination that i've slowly been getting ever since i started working here at wmbd radio was um, music and i know nothing about music i know next to like literally next to nothing about music but i've started l slowly learning more and more after working with the morning guys and this trailer is really fascinating to me this is a trailer and uh, it's very rare for a documentary to get the number one slot but the number one slot goes to the documentary for the sparks brothers Throughout all the years that I've been making music, if you get on a tour bus with a bunch of musicians, eventually the conversation will go to Sparks. I remember just seeing them all the time, like, who are those guys? They are a band who you can look up on Wikipedia and know nothing. We are Sparks, dude. Please welcome Sparks! Sparks! Frequently asked questions about Sparks. How many albums are there? 25 albums. Are you brothers? We are brothers. How did you first meet? We are brothers. Music at its best, you hear it and you go, oh my God, what is that? It's insane, but it's fantastic. 
Each time you'd go to the rehearsal, there'd be something new there. Like, that's good. It wasn't like anything else. All pop music is rearranged sparks. That's the truth. Yeah, so that is the trailer of the very interesting and bizarre Sparks Brothers, a music sensation that a lot of people don't know about. And this one just looks really, really fascinating. It's directed by Edgar Wright, who does, uh, I think, one of my favorite films, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And it is coming out to theaters on July 29th. Super, super cool. And with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show for the week. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Do something good. Do something great. And remember, in this world of geekdom, you're never alone. Uh, especially, I think things are starting to open up now, which I think will bring a lot of happiness to people. But just remember, there are always fellow geeks around you and if you ever need if you're ever down or need to chat i'm always free to talk over here on the geek show have a fantastic weekend i'll see you next week this is the geek show on 1470 and 100.3 wmbd